0: Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, my podcast designed with transformational leaders like you in mind. I'm Lise Lewis, your transformational leadership coach. In each episode, you'll find help growing awareness of your mindset as a leader, be equipped with a tool to let go of unrealistic expectations and self-limiting beliefs that get in the way of your one precious life. My goal is for you to thrive as you lean in toward the leadership call God has put on your life. Join me and other leaders as we let go and lean in together. Hi. Hi. (laughs) This is so exciting to have you here. I have wanted, uh, yes, I have (laughs) wanted to bring people, women leaders into this podcast since the idea of it because of representation. Mm. People, little girls, teenagers, college women, women in their workplace already need to know they have a place in leadership. And so that's my heart for bringing you on here, Dominica. Mm. So, So thank you for being here. And I am so excited to be able to Invite you, Dominica Lumazar, my personal marketing agent, <laughs> to be able to share your journey. And I I can't well, we just need to dig in. That's all there is to it. I want to have my listeners get to know you as as much as they can, like I do, because mm. you are one of the most genuine women I know and oh, so you. full Gosh. of grace when, when stuff happens, you're like, that's okay. It's okay. We can work with it. And that's the kind of person, <laughs> that's the kind of person everyone needs on their team. And that's why I think it's important for you to get to share what you're up to, awesome. especially in regard to leadership. So I'm just going to read your bio and I'm going to read it because honestly, every word deserves to be heard. Dominica Lumazar is the founder of Sweet D Marketing and a world-renowned strategic marketing and branding consultant. She is also an award-winning number one international best-selling author who has been featured on Forbes, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and Total Prestige magazine. Dominica has, a cons- has consulted hundreds of companies across a multitude of industries. CEOs, CMOs, and many celebrities rely on her expertise to run their marketing and branding campaigns. Mm-hmm. With over a decade of experience running two of her own successful companies, she's been able to break into countless industries and provide significant results for her clients. Dominica has been named over and over again as her client's most valuable asset due to bringing in well over $1 billion in additional revenue to their bottom lines. I need to quietly (laughs) applaud and say welcome, Dominica, to Let Go, Lean In. Ah, feels trans- good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay. This is um, it's so fun because I really want to keep this focused on your journey. Because that's to me what people need to recognize. Life is not only not only is life a journey, but so is business. So yeah. is leadership. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so we just have three simple questions, and yet it's going to be your time to talk. Great. And they're okay. focused around my whole purpose of of doing this is to grow an awareness, equip with a tool, and start thriving in your work, your life, and your faith. So that's mm-hmm. that's our whole purpose here. And here we go. I'm going to ask you the number one question: What defining moment? helped you realize that you had leadership in you?
1: Hmm. You know, from a very, very young age, I was taught to be a leader and not a follower. In fact, Hmm. uh, every morning before my mom would drop me off, in elementary school, she dropped me off to go to school. She would always say, be a leader, not a follower, sweetheart. And that was just, it was ingrained in me so, so early. Mm. Um, it was one of the many phrases I grew up hearing. And, um, so I knew early on that I was kind of born to be a leader, not kind of, I was, I was born to be a leader. Um, and one of my, Earliest memories uh, of putting my newfound leadership purpose into action uh, was a moment where a bully in junior high, um, or with a bully in junior high, I should say, mm. uh, turned in my favor. Um, <laughs> when well, when I <laughs> yeah when when I was uh, when I was growing up, I uh, developed physically quite a bit faster than a lot of my peers, and I got teased. Um, unmercifully, like really, really uh, bullied and teased, but I didn't let it define me. It was annoying. I knew what to expect every day at school. And as a result, I was kind of a loner, point in case I married my high school sweetheart, who is my only and my best friend. <laughs> right? So, uh, but I was always kind of a loner because I just felt really like I didn't understand these people that were bullying others for no reason, for reasons they couldn't change. And I was lucky to have been brought up in a home where we talked very openly about how we felt about our day and talked about our day and, and my mom would always say, oh honey, they're just jealous, don't worry. Or remember, be a leader, not a follower, just you know, stick, stick to your own. Okay, well I'll do that. So one day uh, in junior high, I saw uh, one of my peers who had very thick glasses uh, get his glasses snatched from off his face. <gasps> And there was, it was horrible. And and there was a bunch of uh, kids sort of surrounding uh, my peer and he uh, was just in tears because he couldn't see without his glasses. Sure. These mean, you know, the popular kids were standing around him laughing and pointing. And I just, I was filled with this overwhelming purpose of just I need to step in here and so I just marched right up to this bully I grabbed the glasses out of his hand and I looked at him straight in the eye and I said you will never bully me or this kid ever again and I handed the glasses back to my peer and I grabbed his arm and kind of like walked away and I'm all of what 12 at <laughs> this time. Wow. And then the next day I got all these people inviting me to sit with them at lunch. They wanted me to help them with their bullies. I mean, it became oh. like this thing where I felt kind of empowered in my own. Okay. Like I'm taking charge and I can be a leader and not a follower. Yeah. Um, so that was one of my, my very first memories. And as a result of that throughout high school, I, uh, I joined something called NCBI, which stands for the National Coalition Building Institute. And what that is, is it's a, it's a program that comes into to schools, and it's designed to reduce teasing and harassment and prejudice. Oh. Um, and so I worked with a couple other people and um teachers from the student body uh, to develop these these workshops. And to this day, uh, a lot of my peers still talk about how much of a positive impact those workshops had. So I've been leading for a, a while. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for a while. And I, yeah. It's been a neat journey, but it was through this just overwhelming sense of purpose mm-hmm. that I really, truly feel that god bestowed upon my heart of step in and do something and be the leader not the follower yeah um, is what has brought me to this point in my career truly yeah both both
0: aspects that your mom would continually remind you of that so you can hear that even though you hadn't practiced it yet but then that defining moment where you stepped in and led that i believe every woman has a story somewhere that they have kind of set aside and forgotten there was this defining moment, which is why I wanted to start there because when we step forward and we can start, you know, leaning into how God's wired us, we get that chance to see, Oh, okay. This is possible because until we see it, we don't know for sure if leading is, is a part of our lives. But then you started having those experiences and getting to be a part of NCBI and just influencing others. I love that, it was so amazing. And so from, you know, here's your story, we're talking about high school, mm-hmm. when did you recognize that you wanted to be your own boss? And I know this, (laughs) this wasn't a question, but it will, that I, that I sent you, but it it will kind of lead to the next question, which is really more, you know, a part of what I want to dig into. But when did you recognize, I want to be my own boss, which is a whole other way of leading.
1: Totally. So again, I was fortunate enough to be brought up in, in a home where my, my mom, uh, She, she still to this day has her own business. Same thing with my father. I saw, I saw Uh my father uh, work the Silicon Valley grind for years. I mean, it Uh it was, uh, it was hard to watch. And uh, one day he just decided, you know, what I'm going to take what I know and I'm going to be a consultant and go out on my own and do his own thing. And he's been doing that for I think 15 years now. And so I got to see all these big transformations happen, uh, for my parents in a really healthy, positive way. And so I knew early on, I wanted to be my own boss because, uh, you know, they, they were leading our family in a way that I wanted to continue on with my own family one day, which we're doing now. But in, in high school, I did not learn why I never have, I've never learned like all, all the kids, uh, I've always been considered IEP or special needs. I didn't read until I was in fourth grade. I've always known that I was smart, like deep down I was smart, but not book smart. Mm -hmm. And so I I have have had to work my whole life pretty diligently of like, I'm smart, I can do these things, but uh, work much harder to get there um, than the average peer. And so I wanted to be my own boss that moment when I was sitting in the counselor's office in high school and uh, I asked her why no one had asked me about college, you know, here's all my peers uh, filling out their applications and taking SATs and or SAT prep. And, and that was not on the table for me, it wasn't even asked of me. And so mm-hmm. when I brought it up, the counselor just kind of looked at me and like, oh, honey, if you want, maybe you'll go to community college, you know, you can continue your education if you want. But it was never this like, hey, let's get you on the right track. Let's go do something. Let's do more. And uh, so I, I felt if I was going to get ahead the way I wanted to be my own boss and figure out how to do that. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, no, that's good. And, and it really stays in alignment with being a leader because yeah. Oh, yeah. leaders find ways. Mm-hmm. Leaders don't follow ways. And so in your own life, a door had not been set before you because of somebody's opinion, honestly. Exactly. am formerly an educator. I have all kinds of stuff coming up for me around this, but that's not why we're here. So I'll leave that off the table. <laughs> but, but your leadership gave you the strength to go, well, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to find out my own way. And, and you've done that more than one time, which is so funny. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you didn't really talk in your bio about having your own chocolate company and having a music company. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, woman, there's, you have done so many <laughs> things. There's been a lot. <laughs> yes. And and successfully. So yeah. I have I have said countless times to the boys that I raised that leaders gotta lead. And you are living proof of that right now. Thanks. And, and leaders, in, in having to lead, they're usually some kind of tool, reference point, something that helps make that next step possible. Mm-hmm. And everybody's mm-hmm. different. And so my hope in asking you this question is that you'll share something that someone else can try. So what might be your favorite
1: tool to help Mm -hmm. you stay your course Uh, Mm -hmm. okay yeah well i have to back up a little bit and i appreciate i i appreciate the compliment and saying yeah all these other things that i've done these other ventures i've you know i sold my chocolate company and all these all these awesome things have happened right but they all haven't been successes. I mean, if if I was just one giant success story, that'd be super boring. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had a I've had uh, more failures uh, that I'm happy to talk about because that's where the learning happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so as far as the tool question, it might sound cliche, but this is this is true. This is the first thing that comes to mind. And it my my number one tool in my my business as a leader and and how I stay centered to keep going is prayer. I mean, it really comes down to prayer. And um, there's so, there's so many different tools that I talk about in my book. Oh, and I'll just, I'll I'll mention this here. So my book is called uh, Empowered, the Business Owner's Guide to Leadership and Success. It's not just for business owners, you know, it's for, it can be for bosses, managers, Mm anyone in a leadership position, but there's a lot of tools that I've packed into this book specifically to help regardless of where someone's at in their career. And I want to give my book away for free to your listeners. So we'll put that in the show notes. Oh I my goodness. Really important. Yeah, yeah.
0: That is so generous.
1: Oh, well it's- I just want to get it out there. You know, that there's amazing. there's what's the purpose of having knowledge if I can't share it? <laughs> you know? So I just I want people to have it. So please um we'll we'll put it in the show notes of how to how to get that, but Wonderful. so prayer, truly the, the the power of prayer. I mean, I I know that if it was not for my faith and if it was not for taking deep breaths and understanding that I need to be in this moment because God put me here, our Lord put me here. Okay, why? Let's not get frustrated. Let's take a deep Um, breath and pray about it and just keep moving through because again, if it was all rainbows and sunshine, it'd be (laughs) be so boring. So um, I love Isaiah 41 10 that says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Yes, And I have that, I have that in my office for a reason, right? Because when things get hard, I'm like, you know what? God, God's got this. He's got me. I've got him. I'm going to continue to put him first in Uh everything that I do, work, life, faith, all of it. And everything seems to work out. (laughs) So that's, that's your answer. I know it's a little cliche, but truly like it's, it's. Is it it cliche
0: though? Because not everybody if it's cliche, then it's applicable to all people in the sense that they're already doing it. Well, we hope that they would,
1: <laughs> right? We but hope we hope be- that
0: they would. But I have to be reminded. yeah, and what, what we're able to see is the result even through hard times. I mean, I can't imagine it was easy sitting in your counselor's office and asking that question. Why has nobody asked me about college?
1: Yeah. It- I can still kind of feel that anxiety, even just talking about it, but now it's, that has been used as a tool. And I I talk about that actually in my book of the fire that started within me of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, getting me to point A to point B.
0: (laughs) Well, and, and to recognize the, the centrality of your faith in keeping you able, keeping your feet on, you know, moving on this path. Even though there have been, you know, turns and twists on the path, that's like you said, if it was all rainbows and sunshine, it wouldn't be any fun. Some of those challenges that you have faced and the way that you're able to um, surmount them is because of your relationship with your Lord. And I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much that that is the tool that you would bring. And and all tools are on the table as far as I'm concerned <laughs> and and, <you> know, <laughs> yeah. and useful at different times, right? You're not going to use a hammer for every situation when you're building something. So you have to have some exactly. other tools as well. But the power of prayer is I... I believe underestimated. So thank you for
1: sharing that because that. Oh yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, and I, yeah, Again, like I said, I have to be reminded too. It's easy for me to be like power prayer, but I I have these things on my office wall for a reason. You know, there's I have yeah. to be reminded. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: One of the pastors that we have sat under over the years used to say, and probably still does. We we're not living in that area anymore, but we need to preach the gospel to one another and to ourselves all the Amen. time. We need <laughs> yeah. to be reminded, right? We need to be reminded. And that, that kind of is a great segue because the, the last question that I have is around the idea of thriving, I, I know that you know this, but for my listeners, we, I do a newsletter every couple of weeks, and it's around three ideas, growing your awareness, equipping yourself with a tool so that you can thrive in your work life and faith. And so you've shared you know, your defining moment, your awareness about becoming a leader, and the power of prayer as your most frequently used tool which I love in your leadership, in your business, in in all the things that you've shared so far, what my hope for women leaders is to recognize there is this journey and a trajectory. And so my question mm-hmm. to you here is, where do you already know that you're thriving in work or life
1: or faith? I feel like I'm thriving in all three. I know that there certain areas lack over others. For example, today um, I know that my own best practice is to not get up immediately and check my email. I like to get up, have a cup of tea, see the sunrise, and do like a morning devotional, right? Mm-hmm. Say some prayers and, and just kind of reflect on um, how I want the day to go. And this morning I didn't do that, <laughs> right? So so sometimes some areas I, I lack a little bit. This morning I just like got the emails because I slept in. So there's there's aspects like that, right? work for me I've, I've i've felt like i've always thrived in my work in part because i get to be my own boss and i set mm. i set my life up that way yeah. the good lord set it up for me but i got to make right. those decisions right. to be here it's such a good question and and i have to i have to say that i i'm very fortunate because i get to work with you and i didn't think about the word thrive and you can probably see behind me. You see behind me it says mm-hmm. Rise and Thrive. I got yeah, I I that because oh. <laughs> <laughs> for, for those of you who are not watching, I have I have a, a little pillow behind me that says Rise and Thrive. I love it. And it reminded me so much of Lisa because she has helped me get centered that I need to thrive in these three areas of my life. Mm. Uh, and not just one over the other. So it's been it's been very helpful in working oh, with you. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So where Where am I thriving in these areas? I yeah I I, it's okay it's all free hey believe me it really is it's like yeah there's there's it it's more of like where am I lacking in these areas and after reading your newsletter and and just working with you you've been able to pinpoint some things for me where I'm like wow whether you realize it or not I'm like I really need to focus (laughs) I didn't know that but I love that. (laughs) Sign up for the newsletter, everybody. Trust me, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you'll learn a lot about yourself through it. I love it. I have another. I have another verse that I love, Romans eight twenty eight. Mm. You're probably familiar with this one, right? Oh, it's yeah. a it's a great reminder for me, and, and it says, "And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, and yeah. who've been called according to His purpose." Yeah. So, I don't believe in a work life faith balance. I never have because I've tried it. And for mm-hmm. me, it's just, it mm-hmm. doesn't work. I don't think there's a blueprint. I don't, I don't feel like there's a secret sauce so to say, but the glue to everything working is my faith <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. to just to, to, to connecting the dots. Like you say, Lisa, right. To, to connect the dots between all of them. It all comes back to be, um, to being Christ centered and focused and, Yeah. Uh, and staying on that trajectory. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I could not have said that better myself. Thank (laughs) you so much. The glue that holds it all together is your faith. It It is our great sovereign God. And the fact that you know that you get to partner with him in your Mm -hmm. work, in your marriage and family, bringing your faith to the center of your parenting
1: and everything you do. what, What a beautiful thing. So it's pretty awesome. We're blessed. We're yes. really blessed. Yeah. I feel really lucky. I, I pray I pray for those who have not yet uh, you know, found found Jesus. Right. You know?
0: Right. And and see, that's the thing that I think that drives you forward in the work you do, and I know it is for me, is that I want people to know this is possible in yeah. in the real world. I use air quotes for those of you that are. <laughs> see this i'm putting those you know quotation marks in the real world faith matters in your life faith matters in your work faith matters and yes he's the the connectivity of all things right there's a there's a verse that talks about that in him we have our very being and he Mm. holds all things together it's like yeah that's it, the glue that That's you were it. talking it about. Sums it, up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it Certainly does. Well, Dominica, I want to circle back to your generous offer of sure. your book, Empowered, which I have read all of you, and it's so helpful and very Yay. practical, very straightforward, wonderful story of Dominica's life woven throughout. Yet there's so many practical tools. So please consider coming over to the show notes and Taking advantage. We'll have the link in there where you can um, connect with Dominica as well as all of your socials. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want people who are already in a business to consider looking to you to really help them take their business to the next level. As well as, you know, maybe they're doing a corporate thing and they recognize that in these uncertain times, they need to revamp what's going on. Dominica, Sweet D Marketing is really the place for you to make that connection. So Dominica, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing your, your story, your answer to the Grow, Equip, Thrive for Let Go, Lean In podcast. And folks, this among others are going to be the the keystone for me in this podcast, where you get to see and hear from other women who are leading in their spaces. So stay tuned for future episodes like that. And thank you for being with us. If you would like to connect with that newsletter that Dominica and I chatted about, you can do that over at my website, lisalewiscoaching.com. And you'll get that newsletter every other week. So it's not too much in your inbox, but just enough to keep poking at you to keep growing and finding tools that you need to thrive in your work, your life and your faith. So thanks for being here today. Bye, Bye Dominica.